Hey there, citizens. Today on New Amsterdam Radio, we're talking about the holiday season and what it means for your next creative product, your next creative project, or your next creative vision. Let's go. Welcome back, citizens. New Amsterdam Radio. It's your host, Flobo Boys. You know, New Amsterdam Radio is doing great, great things in such a short time. And I want to thank everyone for checking out the show and telling their friends about the show and and sharing it wherever you experience your podcasts. I listen to my podcast, this podcast on Spotify and others. Uh, Yeah, New Amsterdam Radio. Tell a friend, tell everyone about it and NewAmsterdam.com, right? Powered by NewAmsterdam.com. And for those of you out there that just want to know more about me the man behind the brand uh check me out at flowbito.com that's f-l-o-b-i-t-o.com but enough of those pleasantries enough of housekeeping today's episode is about the holiday season i'm recording this the last weekend of 2018 we're fully in the midst of the holiday season depending on what you believe and what you're looking forward to we're pretty much at the tail end of it the last couple days of kwanzaa uh, the last uh, days of the year, and then there's also the epiphany for those of you who celebrate. So I know this is a transitional period for a lot of people, and, and we will want to take a, a, a step back and think about what that means for your brand and your creative projects looking forward to 2019 and the the time and the effort that goes with that. Whether or not your company or your ideas operate in a different kind of fiscal year, or maybe you like to operate your business or your creative idea based on the day you founded. But what I like about the holiday season is that on the calendar year speaking, it it happens towards the tail end. And while we're in the midst of being with our family and our friends and rejuvenating our creative batteries, it's very cool to take a moment to look at how far you've come over the past year and what that means for the next year and how you can improve and, and how can you make your, your work that much stronger. Uh, I'm going to talk about my, my own projects just for a second. Uh, I know this year I, I I dabble in the live entertainment space, you know, as a stand-up comedian and as a mobile DJ here in the Southern California area. This year has been interesting for me. I struck out as my own. Uh, I used to work underneath a, a much bigger company. This year I, work, I struck out my own live entertainment, live DJ company, and it had its own ups and downs, but I know the month of December, I looked back and I said, oh my gosh, I was able to to really work on my own brand, really to, to collect uh, clients' fees under my own umbrella. My work has gotten me as far as, as Italy this year, and that's something to be really grateful for, and I took some time to think about how I can improve for the next year. Now, I don't want to make this whole show about me, because really, that's not really entertaining, but I, I wanted to say that for you, for your brand, for your projects, for your new app, the things that you're working on, it's always good to look and measure what you consider successes and what you consider things you can improve on. And I know if you're an entrepreneurial person and if that's your spirit, we have a habit of moving the goalposts, so to speak. We have an idea of what success should be and will be for our idea or product. And once we hit that, we say, no, we want more. You know, I I want to be able to have this store open. Great. I want to have a sale. Great. I want to have a sale from a stranger. And before you know it, you're going, oh, man, we only made $10 million of revenue. You got to make $20 million of revenue for the next year. (laughs) Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. 
The idea is I always suggest you take the name of your creative endeavor, especially if you have multiple ones of different segments, right? And you list them down and you say uh, what happened, uh, what were you expecting, the pros and cons of, of the progress you made. And over the next 12 months, if pie in the sky, if everything worked out the way you wanted to, what would that idea or project look like? Uh, for a lot of us, it's amplification. We are working on our craft. We spend the hours in training and we spend the, the, the days perfecting things. But now it's getting it to the audience and the right audience. And I know that there's ways to do that via social media or via getting a write-up in local media or collaborating with someone who has a higher profile that can lift um, what's the phrase goes like uh, lift the waters for all lift the rising tide for all boats right those are other ways we can get our things amplified get our, our projects and our work and our name in front of more people it also comes down to content creation because even though you may want to sell your product or idea it has to be backed up by something that is free and accessible it doesn't have to be free in the general sense. It could be a, a transaction of give me your email address or sign up for this form to get more information. Uh, but then that can pay off for you. Uh, you build a client list, you build an interested party list, and, and how you really get to amplify your brand or product or service. For others, it's just perfecting it. You had an idea that was out of left field and, and trying to get people on board, and, and some people are the early adopters, but now you really want to make Make the version two of whatever that is. And you write that down this year saying, hey, look, I recognize the successes of getting this wild off the, the cuff idea to fruition. But now it's time to really have it mature and really have it to appeal to more people or have it out there being able to be sold or traded or or shared. And I, and I think that this is the perfect time to do that. It's time to collect ourselves, especially with with regular business, with traditional business. Uh, they tend to be winding down too. Uh, their own hiring practices or their own uh, hours of operation. And then everyone wants to have a fresh start uh, with the new year, whether it's resolutions, whether it's just a, a fresh take or outlook. Uh, for those of us who are looking to, to relaunch brands, I mean, now would be the perfect time. One of the cool things about having a year-end approach to different companies and different expressions is is about how different brands reimagine themselves uh, throughout the year. We always have a chance to look back at that, right? Branding really is the creative part of any product or service. And I always like to look at other companies to see what they're doing and how they are reinventing themselves. And I know we talked about this brand before on the show, but I like to take a moment here to speak about Uber, right? And over the past 12 months, it's a lot have been written up about the new branding expression of the brand. Uh, I know when I remember when Uber first started, it had a very kind of affluent air about it. it seemed kind of snooty in a good way, uh, how you can click a button and have a black car rolled up uh, at, at whatever you were and take you to wherever you wanted to go. And as Uber grew up, uh, we had it trickle down to the UberX platform that, that empowered drivers to go into business for themselves as driver partners. And and it had a bit of more of a accessible appeal to it, right? Now, it, it wasn't just black cars in most areas. Now, you can hop in the car with someone that may be a little bit more friendly or just a working Joe that want to make extra cash on the side. 
But the brand still kind of looked like it was a polished taxi service. And we saw before this year, there was a bit of a, a change to that, trying to focus on the digital aspect of the brand, saying it's not a taxi company, it's more of a technology and booking platform. So we saw the logo change. It became sort of the letter U or Uber. It became like this square inside of a circle to show the connectivity of travel. Uh, I personally never quite get it, got it. And I'm sure that people... Uh, or I'm sure that customers felt the same way because Uber just relaunched uh, another brand expression this year. And that to me, if you guys have a chance to look it up, uh, it's a little bit different, but it, it harkens back to a lot of the classic appeal of the Uber brand. You know, instead of all caps, it's spaced, it's more close together and it's sentence cased. And, and so you have like the lowercase letters, what applies a more friendlier brand, but it's still on black and white and it has a bit of a more superior kind of essence. But not so much as holier than thou it's hey we know there's other ways to get from point a to point b we're just a little bit more sophisticated and i know uh this is not supposed to be uh, a big uber loving i have no qualms uh or i have no connection to the brand i'm not getting paid to say this or anything but i thought it was interesting that so many branding magazines and uh, ad week and cmo written up uh the changes because it was such a dramatic change for the brand that it had the balance of keeping what was working around but improving on the product improving on the the expression and presentation of the product or service and as 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 we are creative people and as we are building our own empires and building our own platforms and building our own uh brands if you will it's always good to reevaluate what works uh what doesn't and how to bridge the gap I mean, there's very, very few expressions where you can just drop what you're doing and, and have a bold 180-degree look. Uh, music has that uh, affordable. You can, be, you can do that. I know Madonna is definitely an example people use about having specific eras of her career. Um, but if you were doing something a bit more progressive, uh, let's say you are, are an author, right? You can change genres, but you know there's a bit of wordplay or description or... Uh, structure that maybe your fans may appreciate or may come to expect and you can make a dramatic turn but there's a bit of a mitigating factor there is how much off the deep end or how much of a left turn you can make and i think that's very very important for growth and now's the best time to do it because you know what if you want to try something that's a little bit crazy hey do it where everyone thinks you're sleeping it's called active rest right instead of stopping completely take a moment think let life experience happen to you let that fuel the next era of your expression of your brand of your product and of your service Thank you so much for listening to this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. New Amsterdam Radio is available wherever you experience your podcasts, especially on Spotify. Make sure you follow the program through that app. That's where I'm usually listening to my podcasts. And this is Slowbo Boys. Thank you so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. And follow me over at Flobito. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O dot com. And make sure you reach out to me if you have any questions, comments about the show. This is about me in general. I'm friendly. I don't bite. And until next time, this city is yours.